always look on the bright side of life. The phrase no ifs or buts is generally spoken to children. Whilst we have no restrictions or no excuses, everything is on the table for our social butterfly, Steve Butler, reporter at large with the West Australian. No ifs or buts is brought to you by Bold Move Homes. Make the right move with Bold Move Homes. Your vision is our craft. No ifs or buts. Good morning to you, Butts. A very good morning, chaps. Sorry I missed you yesterday. Uh, a long drive to the Pilbara yesterday. Now coming to you from sunny or muggy Caratha. Caratha. Right. Good town, Caratha. Good town. I've only... Pretty robust little town, isn't it? Yeah, it's got a bit of character about it. I like, I like <laughs> that area. Caratha, Dampier, I like them. They're good towns. Yeah. It's a real uh, work hard, play hard type environment, isn't it? Yeah, Hence why I think it's a good town, <laughs> Steve. Oh, yeah, Dampier, the centre of a book that you may have authored once with the great Iron Eagle. Yeah. Cox as he, well. He's filthy on a drink. Just <laughs> head up <laughs> head up to the Roburn Cup as well. That'll be a good day. Oh, Just a little bit further I've north. Been to, yeah. I've been to the Roburn Cup. Now, that is a day out. It's a very historic place. I actually drove past the uh, the Roburn, the Northwest Jockey Club yesterday, and it's a very historic place, obviously, and... One of the earliest, earliest racing venues. And the cup, it's just got such... It's so loose, diggers, it'd be right down your alley. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, 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 you'd want to pack three moon boots, I reckon. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully I can get up to Kalgoorlie this year. Now, the Shane Warne service last night, it was, it was everything, wasn't it? It was sad, it was uplifting, it was entertaining, it was funny. Um, it, it had a whole gamut of emotions attached to it. Yeah, couldn't couldn't assess it any better than that, Diggers. Uh, I think you've nailed it right on the head. I think it had something for everyone. I think it was really well emceed by Eddie Maguire with the right sort of genuine empathy. Uh, and, you know, to, what, what it came to me was it just showed once and for all just how huge Shane Warne's aura was, doesn't it? When you see, you know, it was an Akram and Sachin Tendulkar and Chris Martin from Coldplay and Elton John and... <laughs> They just kept coming, didn't they? You're thinking, gee, how big was this bloke? And it shows you I mean, how big cricket is in England, doesn't it? Yes, in correct. the UK yeah, with Sir exactly Elton John, Ed Sheeran, and Chris Martin, like the and Liz right. Hurley, like the, yeah. these are these are global superstars. Well, he wasn't just a superstar in Australia, like we have. You know, we have our superstars in sport, obviously. Yeah. And, but he wasn't just a superstar. He's a megastar. He's a, he's a world A-lister. Yeah. When you're talking about those names and the people that he that, that call him close friends, I mean, you see the emotion in Ed Sheeran singing his song and, and Chris Martin as well. And for those blokes to actually even put their hand up to do that for a memorial for Shane Warne back in Australia, is, it says plenty, doesn't it? And, and I must say that I thought the children, his children were absolutely brilliant. They were spellbinding their eulogies, I thought, as well as his dad and his brother. They spoke so beautifully. And uh, I must say, that the touching point at the end, I'm so glad they did not call it the SK Warn Stand and they called it the Shane yeah. Warn Stand because that's what it should be called. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't agree more. They got it right at the right time because it was by the time the children had finished speaking, you know, I was just about in the cutting onions phase, you know, that you started to well up and then they got the Saints, the, the O and the Saints on the trumpet and everyone felt up and about again after that. I think everyone has held held themselves particularly well throughout this whole ordeal since his passing, you know, a month ago, just under. Steve, everyone has done everything right all the way through. There's been no invasion of the family's time and space. The family has been very giving and there last night, it was the perfect exclamation mark to a very sad passing. 
Yeah, I think it's beautifully said, Diggers. And I must say, I, I think you, you probably put the family of Rod Marsh into that basket as well. I mean, mm. I thought they yes. handled themselves beautifully. And, and I saw a close hand going to that funeral in Adelaide. Just how difficult it must be to be in the public spotlight of an absolute legend of, a, of Australian sport, which Rod was as well, and have to go through that grieving publicly. It's, it must be a very difficult experience. And for those kids to do that last night on the massive stage, you know, with, there's some suggestion there's a billion people watching it. <laughs> and, and, you know, they all would have watched throughout India and all those sorts of things. So it's probably not overly silly to suggest those types of numbers. But, yeah, I think it must be an enormously difficult thing to do in, in uh, the public spotlight. But... You know, he, he he was a rock star in every sense of the word and, and got a rock star send-off, and I thought it was beautifully done. Now, Steve, in footy tipping, you know that you're always getting some free advice, and in this studio I'm trailing both Tim Walker and Taylor Cortland, and they're quite happy to let me know. One of them is tipping the Bulldogs tonight and one is tipping Sydney. So whichever way I go this evening, I'm going to get humiliated tomorrow morning. Which way are you going? Yeah, well, my tipping's terrible at the moment. I need to lift... Uh, I, I think this is a genuine 50-50 match. I'm not sure what to make of it. I, I end up siding with the Western Bulldogs because I just wonder how Sydney will bounce off that game last week. I mean, I know it's a week that you get to get your emotions back in track after that extravaganza of Buddy kicking his thousandth goal, but I still wonder whether there might be an element of hangover from that, and that's tipped me towards the Western Bulldogs. And, you know, speaking of needing to lift, don't they? Yeah. They get Bailey Smith back, which is a really important in... Uh, Hayden Crozier, well, he was out literally, wasn't he? He passed yeah. out, I think. So, And now he's out, so I hope Hayden's okay. And Joel Armati is an interesting in for Sydney, isn't he? I mean, we haven't seen him much. I think this is only about his fourth game. Uh, his father migrated from Ghana as a child. He played soccer, but then he quit after getting some racial abuse. I think we saw in the TAC Cup he missed that easy goal that could have won, won them the grand final. He missed it from the goal front and got some derision out of that. But, uh, yeah, it's good to see him back and getting a chance. So... Uh, he'll be into Sydney, but oh, no, I'm going to stick with the Western Bulldogs. Which which way are you going, Diggs? Oh, well, Sydney at this stage, but I'm I've, I smell a rat. I I'm not sure Buddy plays. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Too. I just I thought that the decision to travel Peter Laddams might suggest they mm. could hold Buddy out late. But you'll know. You'll know within ninety minutes. Mm. Oh, yeah, so with, it's I, going to be an interesting watch. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm with the dogs. I think they're just too good a team to be going zero and three. They're too good a team and, to be 0 And I know that sounds simplistic, but it's, it makes a lot of sense what you're saying. Absolutely, oh, it does. All right. Now, the milestone, men, this weekend, and it, it's all about Joel Selwood. This is a seriously big achievement, but... Yeah, we mentioned it last week that he equaled the captaincy record for most games captained uh, alongside Stephen Kernahan. Now he passes him this week. And, yeah, for all the reasons we mentioned last week, you know, sliding in the draft because they had knee issue worries with him and he's just been an absolute war horse for Geelong and, and a super bloke to go with it. So we congratulate him for setting that new mark. Games of captain, uh, 227th game it'll be and that's uh, pretty incredible. Uh, Michael Voss will coach his 400th game as a coach, will be in his 400th game as a coach and a player, I should say. So it's a good milestone for Michael. He's, uh, he's certainly had an interesting career and, and he's left a, a, he will leave a good legacy by the time it's finished. Also find interesting that uh, Luke Beveridge will equal Charlie Sutton and Rodney Ede with the second most games coached in Western Bulldogs footscray history. Is that right? So, uh, Ted, yeah, I, I found that surprising. So he, he will actually equal Rodney Ede and Charlie Sutton in the number of games. And I found that quite extraordinary. So it's 162 games that he will have been in charge and still the, the father of footscray, if you like, uh, well, 
Ted Witten on 228 games. So he's got a while to get there, another 60-odd games. So, yeah, but I found that that's a really interesting achievement for yeah. Luke, isn't it? To, so, to be up with those blokes who have so revered. You know, Rodney Eade had a very good stint at Western Bulldogs, and, and Charlie Sutton's obviously the, the icon at the club. So that was, what, 2015, his first season? Would that, would that be right, Tim? Yeah. 15, 15, 15 uh, yes, yes, yeah, Brendan McCartney was end of 14. So, yeah, he came in with Tom Boyd at the start of 2015. 15. Yep. Two years. Amazing old. stat, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, he's been, no, he's been very good. He has been very good. Now, AFLW News. Well, the All-Australian was announced last night, and I'm a bit worried that the selectors are drinking a bit of the bathwater of the competition because I don't think this team represents the, the season properly. I think they've gone for the names that make the All-Australian list look good. I mean, Daisy Pearce, she's a magnificent attribute to the AFLW competition and will become a, a very good coach, you would think. But she hasn't had, a very, she hasn't had an All-Australian season this year. I mean, Fremantle, Fremantle have been dominant in a lot of ways during the year, and they only get three in. So, I mean, Ebony Antonio, Hayley Miller and Kiara Bowers definitely deserve their spots. But, I mean, you can't tell me that Angie Stannett hasn't been the best small defender of the year in any team, and she doesn't get a look in. And, you know, then we've got seven players from Melbourne. We've got eight from Adelaide. We love all Melbourne and Adelaide. And Brisbane, they get four. And Fremantle only get three. They've got the least of the, of the teams left in the competition. Uh, I think uh, hardly seen and sometimes forgotten Fremantle. Well, hopefully, from a Fremantle point of view, they're not forgotten and, and they are seen this weekend. They can get over the top of the Crows uh, in Adelaide in the preliminary final because we've got four very good teams left. They were outstanding a couple of weeks ago to get through. Now, some winners today, but... Uh, yeah, well, it was a good form day yesterday, wasn't it? So it was nice to get back to a few winners yesterday. I think the form stood up in most of the races that you saw there at Pinjarra. And I'm hoping to do the same today. I'm, I'm happy to have something. I know the favourite's pretty good, but I'm happy to have something Asia from the McCauliffe stable in, in race two. I reckon Star Present represents pretty good value in race five. And I think the best of the day alongside uh, Brett Letton would be Market Strike in race six. Beautiful stuff. Thank you very much for your time this morning. We do appreciate it. We'll do it all again tomorrow. The build-up to the Bombers and the Ds at the G. I'm just going to get my sunscreen under my pasty manjumup skin. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, butts. <laughs> no ifs or buts. Thanks to Bold Move Homes.